I, I thought it was me, and I was wondering why I wasn't getting notifications. Yeah. But yeah, Guff Ball was very cool. Um, yeah. Looked um, fun. Yeah. It was, it was very... It, it was interesting. It was a little weird. How so? Um, so... So my big day there was Saturday, because all the punk bands played that I mm-hmm. wanted to see. Um, so, like... Like, my, one of my... Am I wearing... Is the, my camera on? Yeah. So, like, I'm wearing the Menzinger shirt now. But I see. the Menzingers are one of my favorite bands, and they were playing Saturday. But after the after them on stage was Two Chains, so mm-hmm. people came during the Menzinger set to get a spot for Two Chains, and they did not know what to make of the people that were there for the Menzingers. And I'm like sitting there crying, moshing, and like. <laughs> but then, like, right after the Menzingers set on a different stage, Japan Droids were playing. So, mm-hmm. like, all the people that were there for the Menzingers, like, ran over to Japan Droids, which I think some people were there camped out for whoever was on next, who I think was Silk City, which is Mark Ronson and Diplo. And uh, people were moshing for Japan Droids, and you got some people that, like, I don't want to, like, rain on anyone's good time, but, like... They they were moshing and they were doing it because they saw other people doing it, which is fine. But like, there were definitely some people that went in that were like, "Oh, people are fucking other people up. I'm gonna fuck people up." Um, and it's like, no. And then there. True, were like, but to be fair, uh, how fun how fun would the mosh with like two people be? Yeah, but it was it was like a lot of people were there for Japan droids. It's not like Right. Yeah, but like it was like weird and then like there were some people that like went into the pit with like they were filming on their phones and I'm like, that's not a good idea. Don't do that. During a mosh. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm like, I've tried to like snap pictures of the stage from a pit, but I'm not like filming that I'm in the mosh pit. Because so. you you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position. Exactly. Um, so, there was one guy moshing in flip-flops, too, which I was like, that's not a good idea. Might as well just lose the shoes. Flip-flops are, like, useless in general, I yeah. think. Yeah, they're, they're kind of a garbage shoe. They are. They're, they're like, the laundry shoe. Yeah, they're, like, an around-the-house sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there were a lot of teenagers there, and I, mm-hmm. I realized even further that I hate children. Um, anyone younger than me. Anyone, anyone, like, four years younger than us? Exactly. <laughs> the worst. Like, uh, I think if you're, like, 18 or under, I think I, I have some sort of vendetta against you. Yeah. Just because, like, it, it made me realize, I'm like, I wish that I enjoyed fun when I was in high school. Same. I was such a cynical little old shit. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> Back in the day. It it was also like I was like one of you is gonna overdose today, and I don't think I'm gonna feel bad about it. Um, so That's sad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, they'll they'll call their parents to pick them up. But I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Um. Sounds so, very eventful. Yeah. So on that note, so uh, speaking of high school, 
Yeah. When I was in high school, I was in Little Shop of Horrors. Were you? I was. I was like the worst. It was like my least favorite musical I ever did. Really? Um, yes, because it's not really an ensemble show. It's not. That's true. Um, and there was a chunk of us ensemble that they really didn't know what to do with. So I ended up, for the most part, just holding up a screen. Oh, no. Yeah. And, like, it sucked. I'm so, so sorry. I, hope I mean, it's, like, one of my favorite musicals ever, I think. Oh, it's no, probably musical, in my top five, top as a, ten. As a musical, it's amazing and it's wonderful. But, and I think I don't know why they keep doing it for schools because they they only need like a few people to be in it. Yeah, and it's kind of dark. Um, a little I, bit. I I do think that that was the best musical I was in, except for the fact that it was the least fun that I had. It was the least fun you had, but it was the best content wise. Yeah, best content wise and best like overall performance by my high school. Okay. People, so so if my director ever hears this one day, um, I, I I didn't enjoy doing Little Shop, but I I did enjoy Little Shop though because I had gone from school to school, and Little Shop was when I made all my friends in the new school. Well, that's something. So yeah, so there's there's that positive experience. I know. Um, my school did Little Shop. What my school does is they didn't do uh musicals for the whole school they did the senior musical and that was it the theater department was a separate thing but the senior musical only the seniors could be in it and it was just like a big fun goofy time and i know the senior musical not when i was there but like a year later was little shop of horrors and i was like why would you do that like for a senior musical where like it's supposed to be like everyone in the grade just like has a good time and um And it's supposed to be just, like, goofy and not taken too seriously. Like, why do a show where only, like, a few people can be in it? And I found out they ended up having, like, the Greek chorus, the, like, three girls. It was, like, 20 girls. Like, they were all just on stage at once. I guess that's something you could do. Uh, I guess. It just seems, like, kind of lame. Yeah. I don't know. What I would make the case for, though, is... You, if you have a small, like, theater department, mm-hmm. I think that this is a pretty good show because even though there there are only a few parts and it's not really much of an ensemble show, there are a bunch of little parts throughout. That's true. And you could, like, depending on how complicated your puppet is, you could have, like, three people, like, operating plant legs or something. Well, that was what... that's something to do. That was what we had in our production where, um, I think we had three puppeteers Mm -hmm. as, uh, as Audrey, too. And then we did, like, a weird thing where, like, the set was pretty impressive, and, like, we had this one big building, and we put uh, the guy that was doing the voice of Audrey 2 up in one of the windows of the building. And, like, you could just see his, like, silhouette. So he was, like, visible? Yeah. That's, like, kind of cool, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like that. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it's interesting enough. But it's, like, interesting. 
I also, like, I mean, maybe the problem with, like, being the voice of Audrey 2 is during the bows, no one knows who you are. Yeah. (laughs) It's just this awkward, like, oh, that was me. (laughs) I was backstage the whole time. I think that might have been part of the reason why they put him on the window. might have been why. I know, um, I I watched, uh, and it was great. They did, like, a a staging of it, like, with Jake Gyllenhaal as Seymour and Taron Killam as the dentist. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was like they had no like set or anything they were all reading from scripts when um, and there was no planet puppet the guy was just like sitting in a chair in like a green blazer that's the way to do it uh i i almost watched that today because admittedly i didn't get a chance to rewatch this because i thought the movie? yeah because i thought i'd be able to because I thought it was on amazon prime but it's actually the version from like the 1960s that's on, oh, really? on Prime. Yeah. Very different. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. It's like not even. It's, it's like I the mean, same. It's similar. The characters' names are the same, but like it's not. It's right. not the same. Well, because that's supposed to be like a B movie, right? Just Yeah, like- and I think that's why I, I enjoyed the 86 movie because they kind of try to keep that going. Like they. This kind, of, this should be like my favorite movie ever, just from a mathematical standpoint, because it just combines all my favorite things, and that's like shitty B movies from from uh, back in the day and musicals. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is my shit. I think part of the reason why I love this is because it has two very big parts of the Ghostbusters movies in it. That's true. In, in, like, the weirdest, most innocuous scenes in the movie. <laughs> well, well, Rick Moranis has... The, Mur- the Bill Murray, sorry. Bill Murray role, um, the, like, the, the guy who enjoys getting tortured at the dentist, that part was in the 1960 movie. Isn't that Jack Nicholson in the 60 movie? Yeah. I, I, I think I have seen that scene. Just because I'm like, oh, Jack, I had a Jack Nicholson phase. Mm-hmm. But, so I don't remember it all that much, but. They, they got to keep it in. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't forward the plot. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Although that is not in the stage musical. It's not, nor should it be, I think. <laughs> too, too, much, too much time wasted. Yeah, it's, I don't know. They, they put that in in substitution for... Uh, it's just the gas. They got rid of they got rid of two songs that I really like a lot, which was "It's Just the Gas" and "Mushnick and Son." Those are yeah. those are like two of my fave songs from the show, listening. and they cut them. But I get why they cut them. I was listening to the soundtrack today. Did they cut? Just because I can't remember, they cut the Meek Shell and Harrod, right? No, they didn't. They didn't. No, it's in there. Oh, what the fuck does that look like? <laughs> It's in there. It's just like a montage. It's shorter. It's shorter than the stage show. It's just, it's a they cut it down, but it's there. Does it have the like moment that Seymour's like all intense and he's like, oh no, I, okay. See that's no. It's, I really it's just like. a like short part. They don't do his like inner monologue verse. Okay. Then yeah, then fuck that. But because um, <laughs> that's the best part. I know, but, like, I think this is a good example of the way this movie came about is interesting to me, Um, like, the way it ended up being the way it is, 
because it's a good example of like a, of like good job adapting a stage musical into a movie and like cutting what you need to and keeping yeah. in what you need to and keeping the tone. Yeah. But the some of the things they changed were like like the ending. Um, yeah. That that was like they they changed, but not just the ending. They changed like a lot of like character things uh, so that. To ju- because it, the musical is significantly darker right. <laughs> and, and more upsetting, obviously. But like, but it's they still did a, a they what? But it's still a comedy. It is. Comedy. It's still a comedy. <laughs> but um, in the movie, it's it's not just in the stage musical. Everybody dies. Yes. Um, because it's like you know, it's a lesson about like being greedy and losing sight of whatever and blah blah blah. Everybody dies. In the movie, that didn't fare well, so they changed it so Seymour and Audrey run away and they're fine. But that kind of bothers. I get why they did it, but like it kind of just completely defeats the purpose of the entire plot. Well, because, so, while I was sitting on the train today, I was listening to the soundtrack, and Meek Shell and Herrick comes on, and there's that whole Seymour inner monologue part, and it's... You know, I started thinking that this really is a Faustian uh, drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a comedy, but it's very much making a deal with the devil um, yeah. in order for success. And I kind of like that reading a lot. And I like that they kind of keep elements of classical theater, things like the Greek chorus and stuff like that. Um and I think the fact that they had to change that for the movie is a little upsetting, but yeah. it also is understandable. And I don't think that the movie has as many sins as some other musical movies might. No, I, I like this movie a lot, actually. Um, it's just the ending. I think the ending kind of misses the point of the movie. So I like they changed it very quickly, and you can and you can see because and I noticed this upon rewatching it. I watched it earlier today during the the song they wrote for the movie that the plant sings like at the end before he explodes. Right. Um. You could see like Audrey like peeking in through the window, watching what's happening. But in the original, by that song, she's dead. So, like, that edit is very fast, where they're like, oh, we have to make sure we know that Audrey's still here. (laughs) She's just, like, standing off in the distance. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That that makes sense. But there were a couple, but I also noticed um, that on top of that, they kind of, like, wanted to exaggerate it to justify the happy ending for the movie. Like, they made... Mushnik and the dentist like a little worse as people like a little yeah. more evil yeah. so there's no ambiguity as to like did they deserve to die well I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the dentist <laughs> we, we'll get there but, okay um, yeah and it makes sense why they would do that and I feel like they might have do, do you know if they had made them more unlikable um, intentionally, like, after uh, they decided that they weren't going to keep the original ending, or... 
I mean, I don't know, but I really think so because there are like there's like a significant change where right before um, the plant eats Moshnik, um, in the stage play, Moshnik seems to be having this like moral obstacle and thinking like maybe I should turn Seymour into the police because he committed a murder. Like that's understandable, right? But in the movie, he sees it as a blackmailing opportunity. Uh-huh. So like. So it, he's immediately like, oh, like, I won't, like, call the police on your crime if you, like, skip town and, like, give me all your money. Like, that part wasn't in the play. That it was So that immediately was like, oh, okay, like, he can die. That's fine. Like, he's not a good person. Okay. But in the show, it's a little more like he's just kind of a dick, but he's not, like, an evil person. Right. He, he's just kind of mean. Yeah. Um. Although he never adopted Seymour until uh, he saw it, uh, the opportunity. That's true. Um, so, I don't know. Um, the Dentist, I uh, I was listening to the Dentist songs today. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the Dentist character. And uh, I have a lot of problems with him. I really? Um, How so? Uh, so... I want to preface this by saying that It's Just the Gas and Dentist are probably my two favorite songs in the musical. Um, Okay. And I really... And I really think Steve Martin gives an excellent performance. Um, But this was something... It's alluded to... It's alluded to... Actually, I won't say it's alluded to. It's explicitly clear that he's abusive. Well, yeah. That's, it's it's which, pretty blunt. Right. Um, but I feel like there's some sort of moral objection that I have in that this is a really fun, celebrated character. Yeah, I, I guess so. It, it made me feel a little gross kind of being like I love this song and like and like I get it it's kind of funny that uh, like the dentist song is fine you know he's just like oh I was always kind of a dick and I you know was showing serial killer tendencies when I was a little kid um but then my mom told me you like making things hurt be a dentist and you know no one likes going to the dentist but like Mm -hmm. So I get that, and I think that's a funny idea. But he is sort of this celebrated character, and I remember being in, like, ninth grade, being like, all right, if I could play one part in this, I want to play the dentist. To counter that, though, okay, I think, like, true, I think the reason he's a celebrated character is because he's, like, he was written and designed to be the worst human being on earth. And like, that's, that's the joke. Like there's no, he's not complex. There's nothing like interesting. He's not going to develop as a character. Like we're not going to find anything interesting about him. He's not like a good villain. He's just like pure, just, this is who, this is the inciting murder. (laughs) Because someone has to die first. And we have to be kind of okay with him dying. Okay. That's like, if we just see it from, like, just... Get, right. Like, I just see everything more... in, like, graphs. <laughs> but, uh... But on top of that, like, it's... It's so over the top and so ridiculous. Like, there's no... 
I think it would be worse if they tried to justify it by like making him more complex and interesting. He's not interesting. He's just the worst. Right. He's like so, Anthony Jeselnik. He's what? He he's Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good metaphor. Yeah, he like I think that's why why he's so fun and so celebrated because it's so easy. Like he's just yeah. such a simple and like pure evil person. I see. I see your point, and I, I, I do agree with you. But I, I'm also. It, I, I won't lie. I still felt kind of gross listening today, and I'm like, <laughs> I love this discourse. Like the, uh, the, was, def- the well, defense of of this evil fictional dentist. Well, just like I don't know. It was just sort of like listening to him, and I was just like, what the fuck, and like even like his little part in like feed me. Which is just more stuff to yeah. add fuel to the fire. I was like, okay, I guess that makes more sense. But, like, I don't know. And then there's the moment that Audrey's like, I'm dating a semi-sadist. Do they change that in the movie? Do they? No, they don't. It's still just semi-sadist. <laughs> I, just wa- I just watched this, like, a few hours ago. So, like, everything's very fresh. Okay. I remember, like, Ellen Green's voice doing the semi-sadist. He's, <laughs> like, he, he's a sadist. And, like, I... Yeah. And, like, I guess I really felt it watching the Bill Murray scene, which is hilarious, and I love Bill Murray. And I like watching Steve Martin's, like, frustration with it. But... Too uh, <coughs> good. Yeah. Um, I've, I've had this... I think... So we haven't recorded in, what, two weeks? And yeah, I think I've think so. had this cough since before then. Yeah, I so, remember. You were sick before, too. Yeah. I feel less sick, but I still have the cough. Oh. Um, so, I don't know. I'll go to urgent care one of these days. But, um, but like, I remember just being like, oh, he's really angry just because he can't hurt this person. Or if he does, he, the person, the other person is enjoying it. Yeah. Where, like, I'm like, oh, I don't think, this isn't a guy that would be good for, like, BDSM. <laughs> That's, it, I, like... That that's what's so fucked up about him is that none of this it's all purely like he he enjoys the fact that it's non consensual. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I do I do see your point. Um like I enjoy this character, but like there the uh the fact that it is so blunt and it's so explicit, like how much fun he yeah. has just like being mean to humans and his girlfriend and uh uh like I don't know how much of the jokes would, like, fly. Like, I don't even know if they're jokes. Like, I don't know if they're played for... Like, sometimes it's played for laughs, but, um... Well, I think there's a lot of, like, physical humor. Yeah, well, like, yeah, yeah. Like, see, like the, the dentist song, like, I think the hardest I laughed in the whole movie was when he just enters and just, without looking behind him, punches a nurse yeah. and just keeps walking. Like, it's so fast and so physical. Yeah. Um... But, like, the stuff with Audrey, I get it. Like, I do. It's yeah. it's pretty, it's upsetting sometimes. Like, those, I don't know if those parts were, like, they're not meant to be funny. It's just. It's just background to make It's it. a little, like, much, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It, I feel like they hit the nail a little too hard on the head, maybe. That might just be, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this is also an older thing, and I don't know. 
I think I've just not been doing stand-up enough lately. Because if I was, like, in full stand-up mode, I'd be like, yeah, you know, whatever. He does terrible things. We're all terrible people. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, yeah. That was my big revelation. Otherwise, the song is prob- probably my favorite. I also love It's Just the Gas. It's a great song, but it's not in the movie. I, I get why it's not in the movie, though. Yeah, I think... <laughs> it would have gone on too long. Right, and I think that substituting that for Bill Murray's scene was a very uh, righteous sacrifice, because... I think so. I, I think it was fine. I think that Bill Murray scene is very good. I agree. Does it matter? Not really, but, but it's fine. It's, it's a movie. It's um, Bill only- Murray had... Could be in it. Let's do it. It's the only time Bill Murray and uh, Steve uh, Martin have appeared in a movie together. Really? Yeah. Really? Apparently. Maybe. That's really that's an sad, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're both comedy legends. and. But, like, they're comedy legends of the same, like, time exactly. frame. Too. Like, that just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Like, maybe they've appeared in something since, but, like, yeah. So bizarre. But it's a good appearance for both. It is. It's it's fun. It's a good scene. Um, I I mean I I like all of the performances in this. Like even even Audrey, who I didn't love the first time I saw this movie, but now I kind of love her. (laughs) I think that I think that watching this. Maybe for one time you could watch Audrey and be like, oh, she's annoying and her voice is weird and, like... Mm-hmm. And it, she's not the most interesting character, I don't think. No, I mean, but, I mean, at the same time, I don't think any of them are interesting characters, no. necessarily. I think Seymour has... Well, they took it out of the movie, so... Mm. I feel like I'm gonna, like, reference the mu- the stage show a lot. Well, I'm, like, way more familiar with the stage show yeah. like that's the soundtrack i grew up with yeah i feel like so i feel like seymour is more interesting than a lot of the characters um just because he has to kind of go through that do i kill people um mm-hmm. and that's that's an interesting debate for a and dweeb and a actually flower. that's another thing that bothered me that they changed in the movie a little bit um, I think in the musical, like, Seymour's, like, not a great person. Like, he tries to be a great person, but it's, like, the, it kind of skews, like, like, you see his uh, moral compass, like, changing a little bit in the stage musical. In the movie, that doesn't really happen. They don't, like, get, he, he doesn't have a hand in murder in the movie. Right, he's always. He doesn't kill either of them. It's just, they just both conveniently die next to him. Right. He's dorky Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've i never put that much thought into that, but that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, um, this is what I think about at night. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, that makes a lot more sense for Rick Moranis. Yeah, I guess Rick Moranis' Seymour isn't as compelling. He just... No, I mean, I think he, I think he's like a good fit for the part, but like they, I think just no matter who they put in that part, they weren't going to make him like a, a good guy who like starts to get, uh, complicated like feelings and, uh, and start to do bad things for selfish reasons. Like in the movie, he just like, he his more passive. 
he doesn't like, do oh, all well, that. my life is going great, and all these things happen, and that sucks. <laughs> he makes that face a lot at the camera, where he, you can tell he's just like, like, I don't know. <laughs> the Rick Moranis <laughs> Stuff's oops. happening. The who but, brought the dog face. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, Rick Moranis is a very good fit for this, though. He is. Um, although, so one of my memories from the first time watching this, the first time I watched this was in drama class in ninth grade, mm-hmm. um, which we watched it because the musical was coming up and auditions were coming up. So our teacher was like, oh, yeah, if you want to watch the movie, we could watch the movie. And uh, I remember her pausing it halfway through. She said, uh. Oh, so for those of you guys that are worried about singing for your audition, uh, let me ask you this. Can Rick Moranis sing? No. And like, I take issue with it. Yes, he can. He does good in um, this movie. I, so I was listening to the soundtrack, and I did watch a couple of scenes over today, and uh, I, I think that he's passable. I don't think that... I think I thought he couldn't sing, but then, like, if he hits some notes, he, he, he has no, some he hits, soul in his voice. I know he does fine. He, I just, I don't know. He doesn't have a, I feel like, so we've had this discussion with uh, The Rock and Moana. Yeah, maybe I'm just more forgiving of, like, lovable uh, performances over, like, quality singing. <laughs> Well, the case I would make for this where, like, he couldn't really... I feel like something like... Grant, two completely different characters. Uh, but, like, mm-hmm. looking at someone like The Rock or, like, what are... Or, like, even, like, Russell Crowe. Like, they, <laughs> they had a... Actually, no, Russell Crowe didn't really have a lot of feeling. Fuck that. Um, no, that's that was my issue with Russell Crowe was that I would have been fine with it if he was, like acting his heart out, but he looked yeah. so sad to be there. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if we've had other musicals yet that people couldn't really sing. We haven't covered Chicago yet, but... Um, I've never seen Chicago. Renee so. Zellweger can't really sing, but that's kind of part of the, the charm, um, I think. <laughs> I know in uh, Repo, which I think is also on the list... Paris Hilton has a song, but, like, mm. she just kind of does the Paris Hilton thing. Yeah. But it works. I don't know. With this, I feel like... I feel like he does fine with it, but he doesn't, like... Maybe it's just because I was just listening to it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And I'm just like, all right, I'm listening to uh, uh, Suddenly Seymour. And I'm like, I don't feel anything. Where, like... Are you okay? Sorry. Yeah, I was just blowing out a candle because okay. I forgot oh how long it's been burning and I don't want to set my house on fire. That's fair. Um, where, like, but I feel like listening to Ellen Green, who, like, has a goofy voice and, like, there were moments that I was listening that I'm like, I don't know if she can sing either. But, like, she had a lot of feeling. Well, like, she clearly can sing. Yeah. Like, she has a lot of range. The, that voice she does, that, like, squeaking, is a conscious decision on her part. Yeah. I don't think that's her, like, being unable to do things. No, I, I think that's that. her, like, feeling it so hard that she does not give a shit, like, where the often goes. She, she <laughs> Which had a I couple, respect. 
she had a couple moments that I was like, that's an interesting choice. Cause like yeah. I figured, cause I know she was in the original off Broadway production. She was. And she came back for the Jake Gyllenhaal production. Did she really? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'll have to find It's actually, it. you should check it out. It's actually good. I'll, <laughs> I like I'll it. look into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So like, I just feel like, hear it like but like she had moments that i was like i don't know if that was the best decision but like she's an actress she can make everyone can make their own choices i'm not directing any of these uh and she founded this part you know maybe she she kind of like she was in the original off-broadway production so she probably like created the character mannerisms yeah i actually read that the blonde hair was her choice Really? Yeah, because I think Audrey was originally written as a brunette, Mm. and um, she was like, and I think she's a natural brunette also with, like, curly hair, and I think she said she just, she's like, I think that Audrey needs a straight blonde wig. I mean, yeah. Yeah, She does, and it works Sure she does. Um, Yeah, the girl that played Audrey in my high school production did very well with it and she won the high school theater award for wow. best actress and she went up on stage and she did the voice for her acceptance speech and i thought this is too much um oh <laughs> that's kind of cute yeah but i don't know i mm-hmm. hate i hate anyone i mean to be fair like who was she up against for best actress there are literally no other female characters in this movie except for the or Miss Musical, except for Oh, no, it was, it was like a regional thing. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I thought it was just oh, like... No. Within the school, it's like, she's best actress. It's like, yeah, that's the only Just thing. based on this one play. <coughs> no, no, it was regional. Although, like, she was, like, the girl that, like, got the lead in everything. Okay. So, There's yeah. always that one. She, she was our Sharpay. Okay. Oh, okay, then I love her. Yeah, <laughs> um... But yeah, so I don't know. I like I like Audrey. Audrey's a good character. I I mean I I like all of them. I I enjoy all of them. I don't think any of them are complicated or particularly yeah. interesting. But like I think they're all such cartoons. Like every even Seymour. Like all of them yeah. are kind of like ridiculous and like a little bit over the top. That it's fun. Yeah. This this is a very quirky musical. Yeah, and it's it's dark and <laughs> it's like it's so ridiculous. It like it works. It is yeah, and I I was watching. Um, this is why I think it's such a shame that they changed the ending because I was watching the original ending, which is like on the internet, like it's on YouTube, um, and. It I it was it is so ridiculous and so goofy and over the top, but the the plant is like King Kong like walking through cities, right? And that's so fun. Like, why did we keep that shit? Like, I like the camp value of this. Well, I wonder why. That makes me wonder why did they feel like they needed a happy ending. Because they tested the the it reason is because badly. they tested it with uh, uh, audiences and they pulled them and they all hated it. They hated the sad ending, so they wanted to change it. But I I don't think it worked. Yeah, I don't. 
Yeah, I don't know. And like, and <coughs> oh god, oh man! If I start doing that, you could just like start like I don't know, talking or rapping or singing over it. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that'll just be our like uh, transition. Um, but it's like you said; it's essentially a morality tale where if you do bad things, eventually something much worse will happen. And really all we learn is Seymour kills two people and then decides to not kill people anymore and then he gets the girl. But that's but also he doesn't kill people in the movie. He just kinda lets people die. <laughs> like he doesn't like stop people from getting killed. He doesn't actually like have a hand in murder. So he's just he kinda does nothing and he learns nothing. He consciously doesn't care that people yeah. die. Which it's I think it's just, I think the movie is very fun, but I think it's less uh, challenging than it could have been. Yeah. Well, then, I guess, well, so, I guess the question is, because in the stage musical, it's not as grand as the original cut of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but does that mean the stage musical is more challenging? Would you? What? Because I think... Because I remember one of the things I read as the defense for the change in ending was um, at the end of a musical, the actors all come out and take a bow, and you know that they're all still there, and that doesn't happen in movies. Um, True. So I'm kind of left to wonder... See, now this is just me being pretentious and, like, hating people. And I'm like, are people just stupid and they can't mm-hmm. grapple with these concept compl- concepts? Because where people will be like, oh, the curtain call was great. Everyone lived happily ever after. The plant ate them, but then they came out. Yeah, I don't, I mean, the, I, the, the concept of, like, people not understand, like, because... <coughs> We understand that it's a play. Like, we know they... I don't know. I feel like that's just um, not taking into consideration that people understand, like, the fourth wall and that's <coughs> not real. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I don't know if the musical is, like, intellectually challenging necessarily, but it's... I think the lesson is there. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Like, there's a little bit more, like, development and... Uh, better writing, maybe? I don't know. I think that, I I feel like, I kind of caught myself halfway through the sentence. But I feel like I I kind of thought of that because I remember when I was in high school theater, my director would always say, like, uh, an audience judges a show based on the first five minutes and the last five minutes. That's interesting. And he said, if the first five minutes are good and the last five minutes are good, it doesn't matter if it's a train wreck in the middle. I I don't know if I agree because I've seen shows that were that didn't have great endings or beginnings, but had a solid middle part. I don't know. I don't know. This was just what he would say. He would also tell us treat the audience like a dog, which I do think is <laughs> it's the most solid advice I've ever gotten. I I that I understand, but um. I don't know. So that might just be me. But, like, it, I think that's instilled sort of a thing in me where, like, you start strong, you finish strong. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, people. 
and but then like you get the sense that like oh yeah the audience are all stupid yeah I maybe mean, that's underestimating the, your audience's intelligence yeah I, like I think that I think the ending of the movie is so weak also in the musical they missed the opportunity for the reprise of somewhere that's green like the joke is that she's in the plant like she's somewhere that's green she's like in the ground like that's that's like a very dark joke and like a callback to the beginning and they just omit that and i think that's that's a shame does that happen <laughs> hmm? does that happen in the musical yes i don't remember that she sings somewhere that's green again like offering herself to the plant because oh, like right right, right. yes I that's the that. joke that she's somewhere that's green but it's not what she thought it would be and that's so sad but so funny i think but yeah i don't but then, but that wouldn't work for the the new ending. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to because th- like, so I kind of lump this in a little bit with like, like Ghostbusters and Back to the Future and like in terms of like eighties camp, eighties campy sci fi movies. Yeah, campy sci fi comedies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And I do think that, like, so I get why they needed a happy ending. Because even, like, like Ghostbusters gets pretty apocalyptic. Yeah, it does. And then they're like, oh, hey, the city's saved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get why it needed a happy ending. But at the same time, it, so, like, I think using that sort of canon, it doesn't work. This isn't, like, this isn't Ferris Bueller. Where, like... No, I mean, you know, I think it depends on how, what genre you would lump Little Shop of Horrors in. Like, and I think the way they saw it was as, like, at the end, it is a horror comedy, I guess. It's a musical. It's campy and it's a parody, but it's it's a romance. And, like, they kind of saw that as, like, the core of the movie, which, sure, like, I guess so. Um, But in a romantic movie... People if it's a die. if it's a romance and it's a comedy, they can't both die. True. <laughs> if it's a romance and a drop, there's a Venn diagram. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like so I'm I just think like, that's it's... just how they read it. If they read it as straight up like a horror comedy or or a dark comedy, they would have um, not played up the romance as much as they did, um, and then maybe they both would have died. So, do you think this, so, so, I I know I just lumped it in with Ghostbusters and Back to the Future. I don't think Little Shop is as popular as those movies. No, no, it's definitely not. And it's definitely sort of a cult movie, but Mm -hmm. an immensely popular cult movie. Yeah. Um, Do you think that it would be as big of a cult movie as it is? if it had that original ending. Yes, but not in the same way. I think it would have had a big cult audience, but it would have had a different cult audience. Okay. That's kind of like, I think, I think it would have been like, um, like not, not like the room, but you know, like one of those, uh, midnight screening movies. Like if they really played up how dark it was and did that ending and like made it as goofy and like, 
uh, and upsetting as the musical is. Yeah. And they did that with all the Jim Henson effects. I think it would have had a huge cult following, but of not the same cult following that it has now. Yeah. I, that's, that's just my prediction. I, I, I do think it would have a big cult following. I don't think it would have as big a cult following as it has now, but I definitely agree that it would be a different sort of audience where it yeah. wouldn't necessarily, I don't think it would necessarily be this beloved, uh, like s- standard Broadway musical that high schools do. It startles me. It startles me too. The, yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it would have had less or more fans. It just would have had different fans. Yeah. I don't don't think it would be a high school musical classic at that point. You mean, um... If the the movie had the original ending, because even though the stage musical has the original ending, Mm -hmm. I think the movie is more popular because of... I think the musical is more popular because of the movie. Okay. There's a big... I, okay, I get it. Yeah. So it's like like the Trojan horse effect of, like, get put that happy ending, get more people to like it. Yeah. And filter it in. People and that love the original. Then get the original. Like, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, I was just moving something out of the way. Uh... What were we talking about? And then... <laughs> the... I don't know. I mean, I think I think this is, like, a super enjoyable, fun movie. Like, my nitpicks, I don't think, matter anymore because yeah. everyone's familiar with the music. Everyone who wants to be familiar with the musical is. Yeah, and I think that there are, besides that ending and... Certain key songs getting cut out. I don't think this has a lot of problems. I think it works really well. No, I think it's like a really good like how to adapt a stage musical one hundred and one. Like, like what? Here's what to cut. Here's how to make like condense it without like removing too much important stuff. But like there are there are things that they remove that I don't care for. But I think it's done very well. Yeah. All things considered. Also the that is like the best puppet I've ever seen. Like, I don't think there was any CGI in this movie. Yeah. They didn't have CGI. They didn't really have, they didn't have the CGI same CGI in the eighties. Yeah. And um, the, the puppets, the centerpiece of every production of this now. And it's, and it's impressive. And I remember we rented ours from a company and like, I'm sure it had been to like 200 high schools before us. But it was very cool to see the puppet. I know. Um, I didn't see this production, but the my high school when my high school did this, um, and this was after I graduated, so I didn't see it. Um, I know they had rented the puppet that they used in the Broadway revival. <coughs> oh, that's intense! Like the actual one, but they had to. This was the first time they couldn't do it in our high school stage because it didn't fit. So they had to put it in the middle school building. Oh. <laughs> so they. So it it was like the only senior musical that was like in a different building. Oh, that's because they needed to fit fit the plant. That's funny. That is, yeah. I w- I probably I should have seen it. I'm sure it was good. <laughs> uh, I I saw a handful of my high school shows after I graduated, but mm-hmm. can only go to so many. 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, I didn't see the senior musicals because, like, you know, the seniors, they're, they're not my people. Right. I want to see my people. Once all my people graduated, I was like, eh, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if I have good backstage stories from Little Shop. I'm not really <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I'm like bummed that my school didn't do this when I was there. I wish I could have been in that. This is like what, this is like honestly still one of my favorite musicals ever. It's uh, movie aside. I, so I've never made a definitive ranking of my favorite musicals. I, neither have I. I think this has just been floating in my head <laughs> where I would put them. I don't know. This, this could be in my top 10. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I realized in, in thinking about this now, most of them are dark comedies, but maybe that's just me. I feel like most of mine are, like, super dramatic. Mm-hmm. Because I know two of them, one would be Les Mis, and okay. one would be Spring Awakening. Oh, solid. Which I like Spring Awakening. doesn't have a movie adaptation I'm so upset about. Spring away. I think there was like there was like talk of it having a movie adaptation, but that wasn't. I think it should. It's not I'm, happening. I'm upset I didn't get to see it when it was. Was it on Broadway or off Broadway a couple of years ago? It Very was. Recently. I think on Broadway. I never saw it. I saw some version of it on the internet. It wasn't like a bootleg. It was just like, like a, a student. I get like it was a good. Ver- I don't know what it was, but it was like the full thing, and I saw it. I had um, <laughs> I had an ex girlfriend that was in a production. She played all the adult females. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in a production. I think it was our senior year of high school, and it ran I think for eight shows. So I saw it like three times in the span of two weeks. It's uh, a good musical. It is. That was a little overkill, but now that I've had time, I'm like, oh no, there are like jams in that. It's so good. <laughs> So. I yeah, I haven't listened to that soundtrack in a while, but I do really like Spring Awakening. But all my favorite musicals are like it's Little Shop of Horrors, Sweeney Todd, Spelling Bee. <laughs> Spelling Bee might be my number one, honestly. If we're being real, I I saw Spelling Bee. I saw my roommate was like one of the stars of Spelling Bee at New Parks. Mm-hmm. Um, although I can't really remember a whole lot of it now. But that 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 might be my number one Book of Mormon totally up I there. I saw Book of Mormon. I've listened to a handful of the songs, but I haven't. I've like been saving myself to see it. I, I saw Book of Mormon. I got tickets to it by some like uh, great uh, lucky chance, um, and I saw it with my dad. And we had the worst seats, like the worst seats I've had for anything in my life. We were like in in like a a little hole in the corner, like all the way on the right in the dark, but I still had the time of my life. <laughs> like I knew, I knew the seats were bad, but I loved it so much. It was so good. That's how I felt when I saw a uh, kinky boots last summer. Oh, I saw kinky boots too. I barely remember it. Honestly. I, I was, I saw kinky boots for my birthday last year and mm-hmm. I, I got very drunk. Uh, <laughs> Like, a little bit before, mostly during and after. 
um, because I was like, it's my birthday. I'll spend $15 on a cocktail. I don't even, yeah. maybe it was like $30 on a cocktail. I forget. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, but that's surprising. I, I was like, it's my birthday. I'll, I'll get a, I'll get my favorite gin and a gin and tonic and I'll double it. What a solid birthday plan is get an expensive cocktail at a Broadway musical. <laughs> exactly. Although there were, it was when Brendan Yuri from Panic at the Disco was in it. And like, oh, is that why you saw it? Partially. Um, it's okay. I saw I saw Cinderella purely for Fran Drescher, <laughs> which is a very obscure get, but Wasn't I'm obsessed with Carly her. Ray Jepsen in Cinderella too. Yes, but I don't think I saw her. I, I, if she was in it, I don't remember. I was purely like tunnel vision for Fran Drescher. I feel like at the time she was in it, I wouldn't have been into it. But, like, now if I could see... I feel like now I have no interest in Cinderella, like, at all. It was fine. It was okay. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to see the nanny. I've never seen the original... I've never seen the Disney movie, so... Um, really? I've seen it in Spanish. Oh. (laughs) Well, I mean, It's the same movie, but it was... Oh, just with subtitles? Yeah, we watched okay. we watch it in Spanish class. Um. Talking about like favorite musicals I've ever done, it was Cinderella. I was one of the stepsisters, and oh, that, I that's was fun part, I though. killed it. I crushed it. I was like eleven years old. <laughs> it um, was it my, was great. My favorite musical I ever was in was um, I played Pop in the Pajama Game. I don't know. I actually am not like familiar with that one that well i just know the name of it it's it's not great but um pop is just like he's like this weird old man and he's not like (laughs) he's not like a gross weird he's like an eccentric weird that's so fun and like i kind of did like an old smoker's voice and i pulled like a toy bat out of my pocket that's great. And I, I miss, that, that I miss elementary school and middle and high school theater. Yeah, theater was... Those are fun times. But, yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about not getting back into theater, but trying acting again. See, I think I, I, I would, but I feel like people who are still doing it and, like, the circles I'm doing it are, I am familiar with and can do it are too talented. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I, I'm not good enough at it anymore, but I think it would be very fun. I need, like, uh, I, I think I could do, like, comedic parts if I yeah. wanted to. Uh, I'm the same way. Or, like, weird things. So, I don't know. Honestly, like, all of my dream roles are just, like, me in drag. Because, like, all my, <laughs> all my dream, like, I honestly, like, my dream role is, like, to play, like, Audrey too. <laughs> <laughs> or like all of them are just like my favorite like comedic villain male parts and i would do that in like some parody uh show i want i want to be the devil whatever that means for whatever show it is <laughs> i just want to be the devil no honestly my my dream role is um you know how in hairspray the mom is in drag yes. i want I want to do a production where the dad is also in drag and it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. I feel like that's that would like be a good That would be funny decision. as hell. Like I, where it's not, everything's the same except the dad is played by me in a mustache. That'd be funny. I would, I would love that. They should do it. I'll pitch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could probably get some indie theater company to do that. 
I think so. <laughs> just for my sake, like just exactly. for pure selfish like, reasons. One night only. I just got to do it. <laughs> one night only. Thirty-five dollars a ticket. <laughs> um, I don't know. see. Now I don't know what my like dream part would be. I don't have one anymore. I like when I was in ninth grade. It would be the dentist. Honestly, same. <laughs> it still is. I don't know. I think I'd want to be like Benny in Rent. Really? I, I mean, okay. I see. <laughs> Even though I'm a white guy. Um, no, I mean, that, I mean, Benny's one of the parts where it really doesn't matter. Yeah. He can be anything. I, I feel like I have the right level of rage to be Benny. Okay. So, yeah. That's um, good. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Plays are weird, and I haven't thought about this in so long. Same. Um, or I want to be in Spring Awakening and just play every part in that. <laughs> because I do think that deep down I'm still just a sexually frustrated teenager. The, it's, uh, aren't we all, you know? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Before I die, uh, do you have anything you want to say about Little Shop? Um, I mean... I, I'm, like, glad I saw it again, honestly. Like, I it, I forgot about it. I haven't, I know the musical very well, but I forgot about the movie for a couple years. Yeah. I'm probably, I'll probably watch it again soon, because re-watching, like, scenes from it, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I miss it a little bit. <laughs> you should you go back to that. It'll, it'll be fun. <laughs> it's a fun time. Exactly. Right, My mama noticed funny that. things I did. Like shooting puppies with a BB gun I'd poison guppies and when I was done I'd find a pussycat bashing its head That's when my mama said What did she say? She said, my boy, I think someday You'll find a way to make your natural tendencies pay You'll be a dentist You have a talent for causing things pain Son, be a dentist People will pay you 